Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come to email us at ForgottenFailuresCast at gmail.com or visit ForgottenFailuresCast.com. Search your memories, your highnesses. What do you remember of life before you came to America? What do you mean before? We were born here. Weren't we? Your brother was too young to remember. But you must remember something of Patusan. Portisan? Ah, uh, you mean those toilets and construction sites? Ew, I give up the throne. No, not Portisan. Hello, this is Mike. This is Lindsay. This is Daryl. And this is also Mike. And today we welcome you to Forgotten Failures, the show where we watch weird and obscure movies and determine if they should be forgotten or not. I think that's the yeah. spiel. Yeah, that sounds that's, about right. That that is a perfect sounds like description. Us. I'm glad you came yeah. up with it. Yeah, there we go. That's, <laughs> we're using that from now on. Uh, today we are going to watch uh, one of my picks. We're going to watch Surf Ninjas. It stars um, Ernie Reyes Sr. and Jr., and a father-son duo. Oh, yeah. What? Um, and also Rob Schneider uh-huh. in what, in my opinion, might be his best thing he's ever done. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, he, he, oh, I think man. he peaked with this. Cause Strong Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live, he was pretty good. You know, the oh, making yeah. copies. Like, that was good. <laughs> yeah, I and love then, him. Uh, yeah, who, yeah. Uh, not Knock Off was pretty good. That movie he did with Van Damme. I don't know if I've ever seen Knock I Off. I have seen The one that. about uh, illegal counterfeit jeans smuggling. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, RoboCop was pretty good. <laughs> and Judge Dredd, Judge yeah. Dredd. Yeah, and Judge just Dredd, think about all of his lovable, oh, lovable right. cameos in Adam Sandler movies, screaming, "You can do it!" Yeah. I mean, well, how can you not love him for that? <laughs> for the three seconds he's on set and the one uh, second he's on screen. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. in this, he 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 almost steals the show at some points, and just uh, he's, he plays the comic relief, but he's really good at the comic relief. I'm looking forward to it because I, I there's a soft spot. I know I should not. I should just hate the man because there's every reason to hate the man. But yeah. there's, a, there's a little like soft spot in my heart for him because he his grandma is Filipino. So of course, uh, ah. there, I have some uh, some cultural claim there that I feel exactly. I must honor. He's Filipino. Right. Ernie Reyes Jr. is Filipino. Ernie Reyes Sr. is Filipino, and the guy who plays Ernie Reyes Jr.'s brother is Filipino. Damn! Oh wow! Yeah. It's all Filipino. Yep. Pinoy cast. And uh, co-stars <laughs> Leslie Nielsen and Tone Loke are not Filipino. That's right. I, oh. for, I was so wrapped up in remembering that Rob Schneider was awesome in this movie that I forgot that Leslie Nielsen plays the villain in this movie. That's and awesome. he is Tone equally... And he's, Tone Loke. He's, yeah, he's equally as awesome. Tone Loke's kind of like a, like a very, really side character, but he's, he's still pretty good. You know what? Just, just, just the inclusion of Tone Loke at all is, is just, a, is, is just <laughs> a treat. Was this, this before yeah. or after Ace Ventura, Pet Detective? This came out in 93. When okay. was Ace Ventura? I, I was think, that 91, 92-ish maybe? Yeah, so this was like Tone Loke's heyday in movies. Too. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. He was everywhere. Yeah, yeah he was <laughs> he doing was like the, the original Ice Cube in movies, I think. <laughs> yeah, if he, he was everywhere, then nowhere. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe the original Ludacris in movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think You're, he's a bit better than Luda. <laughs> Tone Loke is better than that's, Ludacris? That's a in Ludacris movies, statement, Mike. In movies. I, I don't know. I think the ghost of Paul Walker would disagree. <laughs> Did you even see Fred Claus? Ludacris was great in that. I'm not Fred saying Claus. he's bad. I'm not saying he's bad, but uh, I don't want to downplay yeah. Tone Loke's ability. Oh no! His, and uh, I'm no, I'm no, looking no. forward to this too because I watched the trailer and I could not believe that it was not a parody. I mean, it is the most '90s thing ever. 
<laughs> yeah, and by the time it gets to the second minute and it talks about gnarly ninjas and then it says wild thing tone loke and then yep. they discover a mysterious babe and then uh yeah. ernie reyes jr says can we go to the mall sometime yeah and i can <laughs> and it was narrated by this guy who sounded like michelangelo crossed with uh, wayne from wayne's world oh, it's man. a great trailer so i'm looking forward to this although it is a kid's movie so it might turn out to be way longer than it should be but yeah I uh, have not you... watched this movie, and I have not watched the trailer. The only thing I've seen um, is like one of one of the like still images, or like one of the uh, like the bo- VHS box like images um, for it, which is Rob Schneider on a surfboard with two young kids and Leslie Nielsen <laughs> like being swallowed by a wave. So yep. it looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go on a limb here, and I'm going to predict that these um, these kids are surfers who become ninjas. And not the other way around. I think they start off as surfers, okay. and then they find uh, they have a path to become, well, yeah. to become ninjas. If they started out as ninjas, then they would be called ninja surfers. Yeah, or something. This is a good point. Th- th- Maybe this is a very important yeah. point. What, what do you think, Daryl? Uh, I I'm I'm really excited. I I too saw the same uh, VHS still of the movie yeah. <laughs> Lindsay saw, and uh, you know that got me really hyped. And uh, you know. Uh, I, I love a, a good father-son uh, adventure uh, combined with some Rob Schneider and uh, you sprinkle some Tone Loke on there. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm expecting a radical time, yeah. possibly even a tubular time. Gnarly as well. Don't forget that. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> uh, it's going to be gnarly as hell. Super gnarly. Sick, nasty, and funky fresh. <laughs> yeah, and uh, like I said, I've seen this movie many a times, so uh, I know what to expect and I know that uh, I'm going to enjoy it again. I, I think I watched it most recently, maybe like two years ago, and it was still... I still laughed and I still enjoyed it. So, uh, man, I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah. Hey, so, uh, let's, let's do it. Do think, it. Uh, let's do it. Let's do it. I just want you to know I felt really safe in your arms. And I've never said it to a man before. Listen, what are we doing? We can't just leave our dad all alone with those guys. I'm going to. Quiet! Your highnesses. You must be quiet. Look. Who are those Quimbies in the camouflage pajamas? Boy, those uniforms really give them a chameleon-like ability to blend in with their surroundings. Would you guys just shut up and let this guy... Where'd he go? I don't know, but I miss him already. And we're back. Yeah. We did it. We we did some surfing. We did some ninja-ing. Yeah. We surfed on some ninjas. <laughs> we, inv- we some- investigated a very well lit cave. Yeah, we did some Barbara Anning. Oh, a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, or Barbara Ronning. Barbron. Barbara. 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 Okay. Um, <laughs> what happened in this movie? Does anybody care? This movie. No. no. Yes, this movie was just as awesome as I remember it. Yeah. I'm gonna go on the record. Uh, it, it lived up to all my expectations of, of, of both ninjas <laughs> and surfing. Yeah, this is a uh, this is a pretty magical movie. I I super duper enjoyed it. Um, like Rob Schneider's character was, um, I, he's inexplicable. <laughs> and, like he breaks the fourth wall for the dumbest uh, joke, um, and he doesn't opt it. Like he's he's not. <laughs> He's he's thirty when this movie was made, by the way. And he's playing like a oh high wow, sport, which is great. Um, oh wow, and he's friends with like two, like a teenager and like a preteen, which is awesome. <laughs> uh, but it's it's totally cool. They're 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 totally cool bros. Um, they don't really go into their backstory much, other than like Iggy, who is a, a, a Schneider, has no other place to go. It seems like he's homeless, kind of. 
but it's it's a thoroughly enjoyable movie, and I kind of feel like my childhood was robbed a little bit for not having this in it. <laughs> uh, so so watch it. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying totally watch it. Yeah, it's, it's a watch. Mm-hmm. All right. What about you, Mike? Oh, me. Um, yeah, I liked this movie. I liked it better than Airborne, which is the obvious point of comparison. The only possible downside is a low level of Leslie Nielsen content. He was only in like one and a half scenes, whereas Tone Loke is in quite a lot of scenes. And uh, the the main guys, they're not nearly as smug as the guy from Airborne. Or maybe they kind of are, but at least, at least they're not also being pursued by dozens of girls all the time. So I was less annoyed by them than I was by the guy in Airborne. And yeah, it was not as stupid as I expected. So five stars, two thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Daryl? Yeah, uh, I too feel like my childhood was robbed by not having this movie in it. Um, I, I feel like uh, this was this was like the real Rob Schneider origin story. Like he he, he went he went for it. He went he went full Deadpool on some some of those panels. I mean scenes. <laughs> just just completely just completely breaking the fourth wall and and straight not giving a fuck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean I think this is Rob Schneider at his. Uh, this is like peak Rob Schneider. Like if you were looking for a, a vintage year of Rob Schneider, 1993, you'd be like, ah, oh, let me crack open that Surf Ninjas. Oh, that's a great vintage. Let's let that breathe. Let that, <laughs> let that great Rob Schneider comedy breathe. Yeah, but he wasn't <laughs> but, in uh, knockoff until 97. Uh, well, you know, sometimes the great master needs to rest before he can, <laughs> you know, r- really get back out there again. Uh, you know, like Miles Davis style. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And yes, I- I'm comparing Rob Schneider to Miles Davis. <laughs> okay, so this was his equivalent of Miles Davis's album, Get Up With It. <laughs> Oh, no, but I mean, it was a it was a thoroughly enjoyable movie. I think, um, yeah, I, I think the obvious component point of comparison is uh, Airborne, and I, I I liked Airborne, but I, I have to say that this this one's over it just a little bit. I, I mean, I think it's just the uh, the ensemble of actors really brought it together. Uh, I mean, Tone Loke's <laughs> t- Tone Loke is Tone Loke. It, he's as Tone Loki as always. <laughs> And I mean, you know, uh, again, it's it's great to see, uh, you know, some some father son action. You know, some father son really getting it in. Yeah. Yep. Uh, some some, some father son, uh, like you know, muscle bound, shirtless. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, getting getting it in. Real, 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 real. <laughs> Look, I just like to talk about fathers and sons getting it in. Okay. Uh. <laughs> but no, great movie. Definitely watch it. Watch it with friends. Watch it alone. Yeah. Leave it on in the house while the dog is there. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, like I said, this this movie brought back a lot of good memories. Um, <laughs> well, Daryl, I think you said that thing about the dog once before, except it was for the Polly Shore movie, and you said, like, leave it on so your dog can watch it, or you can't, or something. <laughs> well, yeah, that's for dog punishment. This is for reward dog. Oh, dog Dog, <laughs> dog rewards. rewards. Yeah. For good dog. Yeah, so, it's like a biscuit. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I, I'm, I'm definitely going to... Throw the, the watch it out there, of course. Um, yeah, it's 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 everything I remembered it being, and 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 some. Uh, yeah. it's it's funny where it needs to be funny, and and uh, I think when I was a kid, um, me and my brother were really into like kung fu movies and stuff like that, and and this was one of those movies where it not only had like some cool kung fu like fighting action, but it was it was an enjoyable plot, like it it made sense. And uh, uh, and it was funny. Well, it made sense in like a linear fashion, as in like it had a story. It wasn't just fighting for the sake of fighting. Um, yeah, it was basically as, the same as, plot as Jim Cotta, but that you know it's still a plot. It, exactly. It's not like it's not groundbreaking plot or anything, but it's 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 you know for when I was okay. seven or eight years old, it it was cool. You know, <laughs> hey, these kids are princes, and uh, now they're kings, and now they're fighting. Yeah, that's cool. They have some sort of prophecy. But uh, yeah, watch it, and uh, we'll talk more about the movie just now. But uh, first, let's um. 
Let's let's break it down. Yeah. Mike D. Break D. Okay, this is a story all about how the life of Ernie Reyes Jr. and his younger brother got flipped, turned upside down. Because apparently, although they are just average teens who are the coolest teens in the world, living in Hermosa Beach, I believe, home of the hard, hardcore band Pennywise. Anyway, um, they are really into surfing. That's all they do. And uh, they go around and surf. And then one day, a mysterious man with a black eye patch shows up and abducts them and tells them that they are princes because they turn out to be princes of this land across the sea. And uh, Tone Loke shows up and gets uh, caught up in their magical adventure, which first starts at a local restaurant, because uh, that is where the father of the girl who is supposed to marry Ernie Reyes Jr. works at a restaurant. And eventually they go to the island, which is a kingdom, and they fight Leslie Nielsen, and they find a cave where they learn fighting powers in about one and a half minutes. And they defeat Leslie Nielsen, and they kick his henchmen down a really, really long staircase, and... Ernie Reyes Jr. is elected king at the age of 16, but he says, I don't want to be your king. I'm going to give the country back to the people and institute anarchy and chaos. The end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, yeah there, you, there you go. Yeah, That's I didn't even go on just... for quite that long. It's not that much of a complicated no, 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 story. Yeah, no. it's not that crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty and, straightforward. And as far as Ernie Reyes Jr., I don't know if everyone's familiar with him, but he was the little kid in The Last Dragon, which I love, and he was also, uh, yeah. what was his name, Kino in the Ninja Turtles yep. 2 movie. Mm-hmm. Yep, in right. Ninja Turtles 2, he was the pizza delivery boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I almost feel like this was supposed to be like the spinoff of Ninja Turtles. Like, they thought, we're not going to make a third Ninja Turtles movie. We're going to make this other movie that's kind of like it, but instead of Turtles, it has humans. And Ernie Reyes Jr. is going to be in it, of course, because he's the breakout star. And it's going to be set in Asia, where none of the Ninja Turtles movies actually were set so far. So we're going to make this movie instead. But then they made the third Ninja Turtle movie at the exact same time, which was also set in Asia. So we got both. All right. All right. I, I like know, Surf Ninjas better than Ninja Turtles 3. Ninja, oh, yeah. I, I Ninja Turtles, I think Ninja Turtles 2 was bomb. Oh, but yeah. Ninja Turtles 3, yeah. It was I, all right. I, I think the world liked it. Yeah. <laughs> Preferred <laughs> pretty much anything over Ninja Turtles 3. Yeah, yeah. yeah can, I we mean, talk about, can we talk about Leslie Nielsen, though? Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Because he was talk- that, like, that fucking, like, Two-Face Man in the Iron Mask <laughs> was amazing. <laughs> and, yes. and let's just start off with his name. His name is Colonel Chi. Yeah. Which, yeah. which is like the biggest slap in the face, I think, to Asian culture, they don't I think, even, possibly. They don't even try to make him look Asian no. in any way other no. than how he dresses. That's it. Yeah, I think which, the, which is very Japanese. And I guess his yeah. name is C- Colonel Chi. I, 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 don't, I don't know, you know. But he's the bad guy. The, all the good yeah. Asians are Asians. In fact, I, don't think he, I think he's the only <laughs> white guy in the movie, aside from their father figure guy. And Rob Schneider. And Rob Schneider, yeah. Yeah, which is, which is hilarious because, like, they, they take this guy whose name is Colonel Chi and they make him Leslie Nielsen, who's, yeah. like, the least Asian person ever. <laughs> but yet everyone else, like, the rest of the cast is, like, fully Asian. Like, it's, like, oh, yeah. fully represented and, like, well done. Yes. But then there's this one oversight where they're like, well, we could have got David, I don't know, they could have got Jackie Chan or something, but it's like, nah, Leslie Nielsen wants in on this movie. It's, Fuck it. Let's, yeah. let's get Leslie Nielsen. He's, he's so hot right now. <laughs> Dracula dead and loving it shit they wanted somebody to, to uh, bring in the naked gun crowd and OJ Simpson's busy yeah, yeah it, it was I wonder if it's uh, whitewashing but I can't even be mad about it because Leslie Nielsen he brought it he fucking brought it yeah, yeah. yeah. he was great he did he was exactly yeah. how you would want like how you expect Leslie Nielsen to be he was perfect yep uh, even though yeah, he, like some... his his main place was like a weird 
It looked like some weird all-inclusive <laughs> sex resort, like sex dungeon. Oh, let's talk about that dungeon. Yeah, yeah. It is like, like the exact dungeon you would imagine. Like if if they like you know were going through Leslie Nielsen's personal effects after he died, <laughs> yeah. they're like, oh, he owns this property on an island. <laughs> oh, it's like a really disheveled torture dungeon. There's like shit everywhere. There's a old school, out of date answering machine. Uh, there's yeah. like lots of fire hazards and like electrical hazards and, and I mean, some toothless guys <laughs> and a bunch of people toothless. being tortured. Yeah, toothless guys that, that look like Gollum. Yeah, yeah. There was, I think, there was actually like, like real flesh, like Gollum, like <laughs> actual human Gollum, actual Gollum. I liked the guy who was like, I think, hanging, but he was also somehow doing pull-ups. Like he kept rising yeah. and falling. And yeah. he had that. He, he had like that he was like torture. Um, totally white guy, um, astroturf like porch area in the middle, yeah. <laughs> with his phone yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah. The scene, the, yeah oh, that scene was hilarious because they just depicted oh. him as you know he's just a like average suburbanite white dad guy who somehow is also the dictator of this Asian island. Like he <laughs> had a, like, some, too far into his backstory. <laughs> like, he had I a uh, like old soft red recliner sitting there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, it was so good, and and the whole answering machine bit. Is, oh, yeah. is, is is funny. Like it's, at first, it's, fun. <laughs> it's good. It's good comedy. It's you can't argue with it. Hello, this is Colonel Chi. Don't hang up. Don't hang up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. His, his answering machine says, "Don't hang up." Yeah, this comedy yeah, in this is a lot better than hang up. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hi, this is Colonel Chi. I'm not in right now, but if you leave your name and number and the time you call, they get right back to you. Now, don't hang. Yes. Satch. I should have known. Kill him. Kill them. Hold on for a second. I've got call waiting. Yes. Kill them. Kill them immediately. I mean, and, uh-huh. and you have to remember, they go into the only real backstory you get is that. Colonel Chi is this guy, and he doesn't like the uh, Patu San. That is this island that doesn't exist. Um, yeah. But, you know, it exists for the purposes of this movie. And uh, at one point, he tries to take down the dynasty, and uh, he is thwarted when he is crushed by an elephant. That <laughs> yeah. is the backstory yeah. you get for his, like, man in the iron mask, uh, you know, uh, uh, bionic man on the cheap look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean real bionic man on the cheap look. Like, his, his, like, uh, torture dungeon is like a dank cave, and <laughs> yeah. he constantly talks about how he can't get his components wet. Like, it's a real problem if yeah. he gets wet. Yeah. Like, he might die. Yeah, yeah. So, he, so I'm wondering, he, how does he shower? <laughs> does he just smell all the time? <laughs> he, just, he just smells a lot. He's like a robot in hardware. He takes showers, <laughs> exactly. and then he has to recircuitry himself afterwards. <laughs> I think he just, that's why he lives in a cave, just to hide the stink. Like, that's not me. That's just a cave, that's cave stink. Yeah, it's just cave smell. It's not yeah. me. Okay, so those aren't damp and humid. <laughs> Especially in Thailand. Uh, yeah, Did they ever they, go they into, show- maybe I didn't catch this, but um, so the, the our two young uh, protagonists, um, they have a adopted father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who, Mac. Who they, I don't, they don't go too much into his backstory, but I do love how, especially in the beginning, he treats them like they are two like twenty something year old yeah. men, <laughs> like freeloaders, and who are yes. not, who are wasting their lives away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like get out of here, get a job. Yeah, well, it's just funny for like Ernie Reyes, like alone, like that, like that's funny. But like <laughs> the younger brother is just yeah. he's like eleven. Yeah, he's yeah, he looks like yeah. Ernie Reyes Jr. was twenty two at the time, but yeah, and the well, kid, he's the like younger a one, he's playing like a high schooler. Yeah, he was playing. Uh, he said he was turning yeah. sixteen, so he was fifteen, sixteen. He, years he old. doesn't look that much younger than his dad. 
No, he I was doesn't. surprised he that that guy with the eye patch was his dad. Yeah. And in fact, was I the only one who thought that the white guy was who was taking care of them was Ernie Reyes Sr.? And I was just thinking, how is Ernie Reyes Sr. this guy who looks like Mike Ditka? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I had known that the other guy was yeah. that that Zatch was uh, was senior. You could tell pretty instantly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although <laughs> Mac actually is Mike Ditka's biological <laughs> brother. <laughs> <laughs> Mac Dicka. <laughs> Mac Dicka. Mac Dicka. Oh man. Also, yeah, Mac they, they they introduce him as um he was he fought he was like an old navy guy or something, I think they okay. say. And he he was he saved Yeah, he was with uh, the, the dad. He like he, saved he, the he dad or helped the dad. He was a servant of the dynasty yeah. of Portasound. Yeah, okay. something like that. I'll buy it. I'm fine with it. Yeah. I'm hand waving a lot of stuff yeah. cuz doesn't yeah. matter. It was it, it was literally like a two sentence thing about him. There was like, yeah, that's yeah. him. All right. Yeah, like, cool. oh, this yeah. is the loyal retainer, Mac. Yeah. <laughs> And He's good at karate. Say, I love. I haven't heard else. it in a while, but I love the amount of psychs that are being thrown around. Yes. <laughs> it Psych. brought me back so fucking hard when I was a kid. Even though oh, they didn't goodness. like they they didn't say it. Did you guys say psych a lot when you were a kid? I, yeah, I did. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. But it was more like bike, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it didn't, they didn't go full out on the psychs, but I appreciated that they were. <laughs> yeah, right, right <laughs> off the bat, um, the. Ernie Reyes Jr. I forget his real name. I need to figure that out. But um, Johnny. Yeah. Oh, Johnny. Okay. Yeah. So he's Johnny wearing a San Jose. Shark, he's wearing a San Jose Sharks hat for the first seventy yeah, minutes. Yeah, which is cool. And, which, and that the cool team thing had existed that, for one and a half years before this. I was movie. just gonna say they were brand new in the yeah. in the league. Yeah. So right at the beginning, he says, "I love you, Dad." The dad says, "I love you, son." And then he says, "Psych." <laughs> so Classic. we know we know he's a rap scout. <laughs> Good too. <laughs> yeah. The dad looks really crushed. I mean, Max looks like he's about to cry. Like, yeah. oh, he's, he's thinking, wow, um, the, the royal me. family finally sees me as a father figure after all these <laughs> centuries that I've been alive serving them. But Sag. no. Uh, it's so good. So those ninjas in the beginning are terrible. They're the, oh, they're the worst. Yeah, you, get, you really get the picture because they show up in a garbage truck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the most excited garbage man I've ever seen. You see that guy get out of that truck? It's like he's like uh, on stage in Broadway. Uh, like, yeah. And how, yeah, and not only look left, look right, pull lever hard <laughs> with enthusiasm. Yeah. And they're not even like it's not that they're just bad at fighting; they're also bad at planning. <laughs> oh like, yeah. They, instead of like attacking as a swarm, like it's always just one at a time. And, and they'll just stand around too when the others yeah. are doing stuff. Come on, like, get it oh, together. Yeah, that, that, oh, that's he, a unique complaint that doesn't happen in every other movie with ninjas in it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ninjas it's inherent in being a ninja that you have to have enough pride in yourself to never fight as a group and therefore always lose. <laughs> exactly. This is just, it's just like a pack of wolves, but uh, they just wait till they find some prey. Like, all right, this this wolf's got it this time. Yeah, like, he, he's got it. It's the far and it was prize. funny because it, it sounded like the ninjas kept saying "What's up?" Like when they kept shouting, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh man, they must have really liked that Budweiser commercial back in the day." <laughs> and it would have been so in. I still have a friend that would call, and when when he answers the phone, yeah, you know, caller <laughs> idea, he always goes, "Wala." That's amazing. <laughs> and so how, you think it would, you think it would get old, but it's still pretty. I think really he was he a high schooler. Yeah, he was. I he think was he was because he was like their friend, yeah. and he drove. So he was at least like sixteen to eighteen. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was. He's just a ne'er do well living uh, in their house. Motor, motor, uh, surf. Yeah. yeah, the yeah, motor surf. Right. Yeah. I, I never saw this movie, but I remembered being amazed. I must have been by a TV commercial because they're driving through town real slowly in a jeep, and they're like standing up and pretending that they're like paddling with oars in order to propel the jeep. <laughs> and I just remember thinking that is the coolest thing you could ever do. <laughs> that is the reason why cars were invented. Yeah. 
it's well, like, it's a whole rip like off a Teen Wolf, Wolf reboot. Yeah, um, yeah, like, exactly. On the car, they did it yeah. in California style. Yeah, so funny. Yeah, they did it Polynesian style with the oars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, there's so many good lines in this. One of my favorite lines, like right off the bat, is when Rob Schneider's like comes and he starts making breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and he's cutting things up, and and the and Max like put the knife down, put the knife down. He's like, well, wait, nobody wants chives. And, and Johnny just looks at him, he's like, I want chives, bro. <laughs> so he just just like slams the knife on the counter like a couple of times yeah. and then throws a handful of half chopped chives into the frying pan. I was like, oh yeah, that's, that's how you do, that's how you make chives, right? Yeah. It's, just, it's just like, you know, seven long stalks cut about approximately not in half at all. Uh, and but, yeah, just throw it in, put some eggs in there, put some beets. Yeah. yeah. Why not? <laughs> so uh, part of what I really enjoyed about this movie was that uh, the two main characters and uh, Rob Schneider's character, Iggy, like, they mostly commented on what was happening in the scene. Yes. But like they had like a toot about it because they're like these young dudes and they're like yeah. rude dudes. With so like th- they just don't care and they'll just like make jokes to each other about what's happening in the scene or about each other. <laughs> yeah. 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 It felt, it like, felt not- authentic at that point. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it, and I, I think it was really like, an, an, yeah. like I'll say that with the comedy in this movie. It is really good. I mean, especially yeah. for this being like a movie targeted at kids. Sometimes the humor is hokey. They they really do the humor well. I mean, yeah. there's plenty of excellent one-liners. Rob Schneider's just a, a joy. But I mean, even just like their banter back and forth yeah. is yeah. Just hilarious. Yeah, yeah to yeah. me, it's 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 like uh, one of my fi- like in Pineapple Express. One of my favorite scenes is at the end of it when they're at the diner and they're just like recapping everything that <laughs> yeah. happened. And like mm-hmm. I, I remember watching that for the first time. I'm like, you know what? If me and my friends went through something as crazy as that, this is exactly how yeah, we would end up in that situation. Like. Yeah. And and this movie was kind of like that too. Like whenever yeah. stupid shit's like happening, like you're always yeah. commenting on it and just being like, what is going on? And it's just, <laughs> it, it just makes it feel like as hokey as it is and yeah. as like kind of forced as it is sometimes, it makes it feel a little bit more uh, like a real, as yeah. A, oh, yeah. especially as like the teenager. And like the, the especially that fall. scene um, where they learn about like their story where Natch is like telling them at that carnival, mm-hmm. but in front of a, a dragon. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, and like halfway through the story, because they're flashing back and showing like the, like this huge fight, this insane fight, and then they flash like to the present, and like both the boys are like tired and they're tired of listening yeah. to the fucking story, and they're like they're like okay, well, we're done, and they're trying to get up, and Nash is like no, there's more to the story. They're like ah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. <laughs> there's cool uh, moments yeah. like that. It's and there was an exchange where uh, like like Johnny is like maybe I'll I'll tell my teacher I can't do my project because. I discovered that uh, me and my brother were adopted last night. <laughs> that I'm adopted. And Rob Schneider goes, you were adopted last night? Why didn't he adopt you when you were a baby? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rob. Robbie. And uh, uh, I said it in that way because he sounds exactly like Donnie from The Big Lebowski. <laughs> There's also a really awesome scene with uh, Rob Schneider. Well, not really awesome, but it just was shocking. Uh, it's where like all the ninjas come in and, and Natch first shows up. Um, and like the oh, kids yes. are kind of, they start their journey. Uh-huh. And... Uh, and so the kids get taken away by Nash and, uh, and Rob Schneider. So it's a, it's a room full of ninjas uh, and the old dad guy, uh, the adoptive father. And then Rob Schneider's like, Mac oh, Dicka. I'd usually stay and help fight, but it's a school night. And then he like just jets the fuck <laughs> off and yeah, yeah. the old man bait, like to die like for all he knows. Yeah, but the old man can handle himself because at one point in the fight, he like somehow picks this ninja up and puts him on the stove and then roasts his genitals. But that is a dick yeah. move. That is a that was dick that is an move. actual dick move. That is a move that requires <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> roasting oh, of genitals. Man. <laughs> oh. oh man! Yeah, so. I- Iggy Iggy is a, Iggy's a great character. Not yeah. only so he he's 
he's funny. He he drives a, an awesome Volkswagen thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, and they a big running joke throughout the movie is that um, he's always like gung ho to surf, but he's never <laughs> yeah. surfed a day in his life. His board is so like he's super always duper whack. <laughs> yeah, he's always just like waxing the board, guys. Got to make sure it's nice and wax. This has got clumps of wax on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's what that was. How, yeah. how, yeah, it's so how do like you think 40... he compares to Seth Green in Airborne? As far as sidekicks, like, there's no comparison. You can't. They're, they're yeah. two. They're both amazing performances and amazing characters. Yeah. They cannot be compared. They're both yeah, Oscar yeah. and MTV Movie Award worthy performances. Absolutely. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Okay, so after they, they have a surprising amount of uh, resistance to the idea that they're the princes of this kingdom. There is scene after scene where they are fighting with uh, the one-eyed uh, fighter guy who comes to reveal to them their destiny. That goes on for a while. They're just yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, could yeah. you blame them? Like uh, this dude with the patches shows up, and all of a sudden, yeah. I thought that was surprisingly realistic them. that they actually yeah, didn't totally. agree to go along with him until he like argued with them for several days. Yeah, completely. It's just like, imagine just some random dude shows up. You don't know who he is. Yeah, some guy who walks the beach, like yeah. the Hermosa Beach area, yeah. in an eye patch, like a, a <laughs> just constantly listening to, just always yeah. just, like in just a vest, a very like loose fitting vest, and constantly yeah. listening. But even <laughs> after Hammer they <laughs> had been under attack by the garbage ninjas, and their father was kidnapped or whatever, they still didn't want to go with him. Yeah, yeah. Also, but I mean, honestly, oh, one of the things that this movie does, which is just an interesting choice and I enjoyed it in a weird way. They made both of our protagonists pretty dumb. Like with, yeah, with, yeah. when it comes to book smarts, they show them being yes. super fucking dumb, but also very charismatic and funny, which makes up yeah. for them being dumb as hell. Yeah. yeah and Johnny <laughs> yeah. even um, like makes note of that when yeah. just, uh, there's a thing where Adam's like, Oh, they, they tried to make me find Spain. He's like, Oh, they tried to make me find Spain one time. Too. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, that was a super funny scene was like, he's like yeah. trying to find Spain. He's like, some people would say that Spain is over here. <laughs> And but others, like the, the typical like college bullshit, like many scholars argue yeah. about this fact, but it yeah. could be found here in sub-Saharan Africa. Yeah. yeah, but then Johnny basically just goes, yeah, you know, like teachers are easy. If you, you know you have confidence, you, you can get away with anything. Yeah. <laughs> but at the time that young, the younger brother is in the classroom, the older brother Johnny is introducing the great mystic holy man Baba Ram at a school assembly. Which does that happen in California? Do you get mystic Asian religious figures at your school assemblies? It no, we just sang songs about being a pizza in Spanish. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So at this point, the movie joins what I'm now realizing is a surprisingly large number of early 90s things in a sort of doo-wop revivalism. <laughs> there was this, there was the Beach Boys Kokomo song, there was the Saved by the Bell, the kids were always singing doo-wop songs. Yeah, And this true. movie, they, they sing Barbara Ann at the school assembly, you know. Yeah, well, well, this one at least it has a purpose because the guy's name's Baba Ram. Yeah. So they they, they change Barbara Ann to Baba Ram, and and it's it's hilarious. It, it, it is it, very it good. Is. <laughs> and it comes and back. Great. It comes back at the end. Yeah, it, the movie ends in Bollywood style. Yeah. And there's just yeah. like dancing and singing throughout the whole ending. It's, there's like it's a great. Chinese looking guy who speaks like he's from India. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. There's a part where like a guy like he plays on a bass or a guitar, and it sounds like a sitar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, that's a pretty sweet. Is that the sitar function on that Stratocaster there? Yeah. It's pretty neat. Strat. <laughs> I guess they figured that since oh, this is man. filmed in Thailand and it's like a Thailand esque place, it's like half India, half China, whatever. Yeah, why not? <laughs> those those yeah. like those quote unquote like Asian small Asian country scenes that they were from, what, what was that? Patsun? Patusan. 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 Pat- Patusan. Um, like those 
shots were fucking awesome. Whatever, like, yeah. oh, wherever yeah. in Thailand they shot, it was amazing. Yeah, was yeah. Yeah, the whole Patusan stuff was funny. It, there's a whole scene where they end up going from California to Patusan, and they do that like that cool scene where it's like on a map and they're moving like a, a piece from like battleship. Yeah, like, it across. is a battleship. And, yeah. um, so, so, and like Rob but the, the, the funny part is like they show the boat moving around, and then yeah. they show the boat going through the Panama Canal, <laughs> and they're they're Wait, coming from, from California. <laughs> yeah, there's really? no uh, reason to go through the Panama don't Canal. Don't worry about it. Just don't worry they're about it. Now. It was like Zach is just like you guys should see the Panama. Canal. Now, I mean, yeah. like, I, I, look, we got to go home, but you should check yeah, it out. Stop it's really one of those ones on the white like, boat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like they went down around South America and back through the Panama because Canal. Because they couldn't take fucking planes. I don't know yeah. exist back in 1993. Yeah, and, and the, the ninjas take planes. Leslie yeah. Nielsen even comments on how they're going to take coach. <laughs> they're going to take coach. The, the ninjas take planes. They have to take a boat. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So the, and then they they end up in Patusan, where on the on the fictional map, it's basically a little off of like uh, Thailand, like Vietnam, like off the coast of that, yeah. like in between like Vietnam and, and Oshin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. But that map scene, I was I was looking at yeah. that. And I'm like, wait, this is going on way too long. Wait, why are they going through the Panama Canal? <laughs> yeah, because I, I think why I was like, going through Greenland and Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they from California? Why, why why are they in the Baltic Sea? Uh uh, are they cruising up and down the Danube River? It'd be funny. <laughs> I, I really hope that was like not a misstep and that was like on purpose. Like they just I, wanted to see, like, you know, these kids don't know where the hell Spain is. Maybe they don't know where the Panama yeah, Canal yeah. is. Yeah, I mean, this is Zach, a, a royal re- a, a loyal retainer from a place that doesn't really exist. I, I'm gonna assume that he's yeah. probably not the best at piloting a freight <laughs> freight Pro- boat and uh, okay, so, so at this point they're on this boat, and who is in our band of travelers? There's the two brothers. Oh, there's Zatch, the mystic oriental guy. There's Tone yeah, Loke, there. the, who is a cop, by the way. We didn't say that. But can we, yeah, can we yeah. talk about Tone Loke, though? Just yeah, yeah, let's have a little Tone Loke he's amazing, yeah. and he's, like, yes. the most terrible detective officer in the world. Like, ineffectual <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yes. Like, his intro scene is just, uh, your dad got kidnapped by some ninjas? Look, look, my theory is your dad got his place rolled on. Some people are probably trying to, you know... <laughs> muscle him out or you know extort him for some money or something but you know he's probably just chilling somewhere so you know it's cool yeah i, w- I-, I wouldn't worry guys. about it it's fine was your old man in debt it. to the mob kids and i like <laughs> how he's, he's doing this as he's about to drop them off at their home where their dad fucking isn't because he's been yeah. <laughs> he's got anything like your dad's gone but he, i mean here you go guys hope you hope you do well yeah. and he, he drops them off to uh to uncle iggy yeah. Who is who is Rob Schneider in oh, a wheelchair God. and a Hitler yeah. mustache? Yeah. <laughs> and he's doing a Scottish accent. Oh, yeah. And he yeah. and 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 he's he tells the kids to get in the house before he beats them with his leg that no longer works. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, oh, that's yeah. good. He even get some character acting from from, from Rob Schneider. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Just showing really, off that range. Uh, 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 yeah. yeah, it's not just Cajun accents for him. Nope. <laughs> you can do it. He does the whole gamut. Yeah, so Tone Loke being a cop uh-huh. here makes you think that he, it's not Ice Cube that he's similar to, it's Ice T. Uh-huh. And his voice his voice as well. And that makes me think, why is Ice T so famous? If anything, Tone Loke had more hit songs than he did. Yeah, I don't know. I think Ice T has that like weird thing where he's like a mean dude, but yeah. he's like just nice enough that it makes him endearing. Yeah. yeah. Like, can you even name a Tone Loke and uh, no an Ice T song? 
the cop killer song. Co- yeah. yeah. Uh, that's like <laughs> that the most famous. That was just a controversial thing. Yeah, exactly. It, it was a hit in places where... <laughs> it was a hit in like South, South Central LA. I, mean, I like the to think of it as the theme song for New Jack City and the theme song for the movie Colors. And neither of those was nearly as big as a hit of, as Tone Loke's songs. I think, I, I think Ice-T just has a street cred. Oh, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. And Tone Loke's... No, Tone Loke is Tone Loke. (laughs) But, you know, I think my favorite thing is how Tone Loke, like, you know, joins back up at this party. It's right when they're leaving on the boat. And, you know, Tone Loke follows them to the boat. He he sees the stuff that happens at the the restaurant. And he just decides to go on the boat. And he's on the boat. And, you know, he tries to get him to come off. And they they don't want to. He He just goes on the boat. So he just... He's just part of the group. I felt like it was an RPG, and it was yeah. just like, Tone Loke has joined your party. <laughs> Would you like to rename him? Uh, yeah, doesn't that happen so in Barkley Shut Up and Jam Gaiden? <laughs> uh, it's like, why would a cop just get on a boat and just be like, yeah, whatever. And then when he goes to Thailand at one point, he tries to arrest somebody. He's like, freeze, I'm LAPD, oh, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> Two guys with guns. Like, uh, yeah. pointed at him. Oh man, yeah. But then Tone Loke gets a uh, like Vulcan like <laughs> clipped, and he, he basically just passes out. Yeah. And then uh, he's along for the ride. He wakes up and he's just like, "Hey, but I haven't been on vacation in like seventeen months. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I'm with you guys now." Yeah, but when he wakes <laughs> up, we get the funniest exchange in the movie about the handcuffs. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that like with the what? key. That what? was legitimately <laughs> hilarious. Did that he, was funny. Did he mean that he shot out yeah. a key yes, and yes. then dug through it with his handcuffed hand? Yeah. To find a they key? said, ha- yeah. They said, how did you yeah, get out of your exactly handcuffs, Tone Loke? I yes. swallowed the key on Tuesday. How did you I know swall- you would need the key? <laughs> motherfucker, I swallow the key every Tuesday. <laughs> every Tuesday. <laughs> because, Minus the motherfucker. Because that, like, that, that is a movie in and of itself, you understand. Yes. Like waking up on like a ship, handcuffed. And then, like, shitting out a key and digging through it to unlock yourself. That is a whole movie. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, itself. that's like the sequel to 128 hours or yeah. 127 hours. <laughs> it really is. Like, oh, I ate that key. Oh, man. But it's I ate Tuesday. so much chili. It's Tuesday, guys. <laughs> I need this key. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Tone Loke is great. Tone yeah. Loke, he yeah. is. And hey, our protagonist, he is totally, like, he's engaged to be wed already. Yeah. Who's uh? So the the daughter royal family. She's gonna marry him. (laughs) Yeah. So the so he's uh. There's a prearranged marriage to um to this girl who is the daughter of Gumbay, as in Poke's friend. (laughs) Yes. Another excellent, excellent joke. Excellent joke. (laughs) And her father is at least eighty years older than Johnny's father. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Rob Schneider comes in. Yeah. Rob Rob Schneider comes in after the Gumbay joke, (laughs) and then a little bit later he goes, "Oh, he could be your Gumby in law." Yeah. <laughs> this uh, this uh, princess is played by Kelly Hu, who was in, I think, The Mummy Returns, Oops. or one of those mummy movies. Yeah. And uh, she was on the cover of the only issue of Maxim magazine I ever bought. So, <laughs> Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think it was the fa- movie Hollywood preview issue or something. Yeah. 1999. Look, you, don't need, you, don't need to, uh, yeah, you don't need to justify this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No. If, I, if she was on a magazine, I'd be like, All right, I, I'll I give it a Maxim read. for the articles, you guys. This is a judgment-free zone. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is the judgment free zone. You you know that. Yeah, yeah, no no big deal, no big deal. Hey, remember, the internet doesn't judge you. Remember that scene where uh, Natch or whatever, Natch, um, they're they're all on the back of like some some truck and they're looking for something um, with like a spark or a light, and he takes out a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, no, I know, I know, I should quit. I need to get the patch. And then Rob Schneider <laughs> looks 
with the camera. <laughs> what does he say? I could not tell what he said there. <laughs> he breaks the fourth wall and base. Yeah. I think it was like a don't smoke kids type of yeah, thing. I don't know exactly what he said. It's about him already having a patch, though. Like, he makes a joke about Zatch already having a patch. Yeah. He's like, you should get the patch. And then he looks at the camera and says something about it. And then, like, shrugs and then just yeah. goes back to, you know, like, I'm not talking to anybody. I'm talking to the audience. Leave me alone. It's yeah. so ridiculous. <laughs> There's another line uh, right before they get on the boat and when they're... Uh, the uh, Imperial Palace restaurant gets uh, raided. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> Rob Schneider's like talking to one of the cooks, uh, just like in the back of the <laughs> alley. It's just like so. So when people say like, "Don't put MSG in the food," you, you still put MSG in the food, right? And the guy just like, <laughs> like just sheepishly like, shakes his head, yes. And Rob's just like, "Yeah, that's what I thought." <laughs> just walks off. And he also just has shames this the thing where he keeps like telling people that like the the protagonists are just decoys, and he's the yeah, real yeah. prince. Yeah. He's the real, the real prince. king. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm the Amidala here. These guys are just the Rose Burns and yeah. people like that. And that's my lady. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, she, she's a feisty one. Yeah. Yeah, there's a scene where, like, they're they're running through the jungle and, like, they're doing a fight thing. And she leads a bunch of these men off by, like, seductively yeah. looking at them and yeah, running away. Yeah, she says away. something. Um, yeah, there's one they're trying to get past the guards. And she basically, like, says something to all the soldiers saying, I guess, come over here. Let's have sex. Yeah, basically. And when she comes back, she comes back to, to uh, what's his face? Uh, oh, God, Josh? Johnny. 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 He, she comes back to him, and he's like, what'd you tell them? She's like, oh, you won't need to know until our wedding night. <laughs> it's disturbing, because she's supposed to be, like, 16, right? Guys? Is she? Yeah. He's 16, but she might be, I don't know, older. Yeah, she might be 17. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. She's a feisty lady, though. Please. Oh, man. Yeah, I guess There's she a- learns to fight, too, in that scene in the cave, because... She beats up a few guys later on. Yeah, she might have learned how to fight. Maybe Gumbe yeah, told maybe. her, taught her. Yeah. Oh, uh, that scene in that cave where uh, Johnny picks up his when he picks up his weapon that's like destined for him, and they play that music yeah. that like oh, like he, like he picks <laughs> yes. up his, his thing, and then yeah, he just yeah. looks at the camera and shrugs. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, okay. He's like, okay. Oh, yeah. He's like, it was, it was a joy. I thought. I mean, it wasn't. Oh yeah, like, yeah, Asian yeah. gong music. It was. No, it was like something. <laughs> Beethoven, yeah. I think it is. Yeah, it was like holy, holy, <laughs> like type of music. Yeah, that was funny. Oh man. But then uh, the, what what, else? it wasn't even a montage. He just learned to fight in like two minutes of real time. Yeah, well, it was his destiny. Yeah, it was his destiny to be, you know, uh, a kick-ass fight person. Oh yeah, he was yeah. a warrior. Yeah. His younger only brother. Out on though is that. As, as much as his destiny was to fight, his little brother's destiny was, was, to, was to own troll a Game the world. Boy? Game or Gear. Like a, yeah, well, a Game Gear. Game, game gear? gear. Sega Game Gear. Yeah. Oh, he was the greatest he was, he was of 90 handheld devices. The yeah, the Visioner or oh. Visioneer or whatever you want to call it. And it confirmed what I always thought from the 90s that the Game Gear was actually a piece of visionary equipment <laughs> that let you see into the future. Literally. I know. That's why I always ask my parents for one. And. They refused yeah. all the time. Yeah. Well, what is the secret? So like, much power. You just take a bunch of like hallucinogens and then play something. Yeah, it's yeah. like ayahuasca or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So this was such a cool game idea. Gears are ayahuasca. It is trips. a cool idea. This kid <laughs> is playing the Game Gear, and then one day he's like, "Wait, I thought I was playing Shinobi. That's me in there." And then for the rest of the yeah. movie, he like keeps playing the Game Gear, and it keeps predicting what's going to happen in the story of the movie. Yeah, this yeah, is also it's, a it's movie in and of itself. Yeah. He, yeah. By, by the way, I don't know how he thinks he's playing Shinobi because Columns is the game that's in yeah, that cartridge the whole funny. time. Neither of those games are Shinobi, and they're not this game. Um, yeah, and Columns is Shinobi. It seems as though he can um, do things in the game to be- benefit the fight in real life, and that yes. some of the things he does in real life, um, like 
um, give some bonuses in the game or like give some points in the yeah. game. Yeah, it's definitely connected somehow. Yeah. And it's a really cool thing. I remember being a kid and, and like wanting that game. And uh, when we were watching it, I was like, oh man, that's, that's cool. I wonder if they ever made that game. And they did make a Surf Ninjas game for what? Game Gear. And now I want to download it as like yes. an emulator and play this. Yeah. So, so that's on my list. For this <laughs> that's weekend. on the to do list. <laughs> yeah, this weekend, that's what's going to happen. We can play some Surf Ninjas. Well, you know who else had a game? Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. And there was a Marky Mark really? song over the closing credits. Was there really? Which is the only song in the movie that wasn't like a kind of a foreigner esque rock song. Yeah, yeah. I kind of liked the yeah, music in this movie. It. it was like the the me- kind of it was kind of more metal than I expected. It was still very uh, wussy, but it was better than the music in Airborne, at least. Yeah, yeah. It was it was like um like we were talking about this a little earlier. It was it was like metal. It was like forty five year olds making metal that hopefully teenagers would like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nineties teens. Like it wasn't like. like kids that were like twenty making music for their own generation. It was dudes in their forties like trying to make that music. It was it was just like different enough and like a little bit too advanced and a little bit too polished to be like actual like twenty year olds. Yeah, playing it was like the Stan Bush songs that were on the Transformers soundtrack and all the other soundtracks. Too polished. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah way but, too polished. But one of the songs was actually by Bad Company, who at this time were like forty five oh. year old guys. No, I didn't know that. That, that. that was the song Here Comes Trouble that they played during that scene ah. where the girl seduces all the guards. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh. <laughs> it's gotcha. like, and I think yeah, that, that was like Bad Company's last actual hit song, 92. That's yeah, the other songs are by a bunch of no names. And then we've got the Marky Mark song at the end. <laughs> yeah, because I'll say the music goes like this. It's a general rule, but uh, if it's an instrumental, it's probably pretty solid. Yeah. It goes from either being like solid to being actually pretty good. Like after they, uh, there's a scene where um, uh, uh, they liberate these uh, chain gang slaves that uh, Leslie Nielsen has taken, <laughs> uh, and the music out there is is really good. Uh, but the, uh, the the reverse of that rule is if there's uh, lyrics in the song, it is almost certainly going to be gone. <laughs> yeah. Pretty terrible. Uh, I pretty mean, terrible. like hard to stand, awful. Yeah. Yeah, it, when when they start singing, it goes into the like crappy, like lethal weapon esque type of oh, music. Oh yeah, yeah. That follows the, the the action in the movie just yeah. a little too well. Yeah, it's like they're going in the jungle now. <laughs> they're getting dirty in the jungle. Yeah, it's like the music that the now the coven surfboards. Yeah, it's like the music that Trey and and Matt <laughs> yeah. Stone like yeah. Yeah, used to bit. make fun of. <laughs> yes, they didn't yeah. like the opening credit song "Monkey in the Jungle" by Rattling Bones. <laughs> Rattling Bones. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Oh, um, so like one of the things that I that was kind of shocking to me was uh, when when they go on this plan to I guess retake Potosun uh, pot, pot, or whatever. Um, and so they they go into where like all the I guess the the guards are like exercising or training or something, and they're along this <laughs> wall, um, and they just throw dynamite at these people. Yeah, <laughs> like like yeah. it it seems like. Like I at, in that moment, I was like, I really hope they win because if they don't, then they're just fucking terrorists. That's all they fucking are. <laughs> they just these people were exercising and they just yeah. threw dynamite in all the, the, the good guys. Oh, commit yeah. a lot of murders in this movie. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't remember. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think the Ninja Turtles killed people. They just kind of knocked them out. No. But in this one, there's I, they get run over by cars by the little kid who wants to drive. Uh, <laughs> they get dynamite thrown at them, and they completely blow up, and their car is reduced to smithereens. What, but you know what? The bad guys, they, they do set the tone. It's all like, you know, uh, not, nothing's very obvious in the movie. But like at one scene, you go to this village, and it's just like burned down. 
It's like, oh, what happened here? Why, why are there just like some old men and women left? Like, oh, yeah, they burned down the town so the survivors could tell the other towns not yeah. to help us. I was yeah. like, oh, my yeah, God, that is grim. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. mean, I mean, but like they, this movie like really sets the tone like, oh, mom, is that really what happens? Like, you know, do, do you make an example of a town? Like, <laughs> yes. Yes, honey. That, that's totalitarian uh, regime status yeah. stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you've got to make everybody afraid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Colonel Chi does have that dungeon where he's like got people <laughs> held hostage and stuff, too. So they're not they're not clean slate over there. But yeah, I like that the good guys, they make no attempt to be the good guys. No, I mean, they're like just, they're, they're just like, oh, we got some dynamite. We, we're going to kill some people right yeah, now. I got some work to do. That's it. Yeah. They just <laughs> they want to retake that throne. And there's a part, and call me crazy, but uh, in this end end fight, right, um, where Leslie Nielsen is there again, yeah. and uh, and little dude, he starts controlling Leslie Nielsen's hand, and like so, Leslie Nielsen's like choking himself. Um, he's like he can't control his hand; you can see it, um, yeah. and the way he moves. He does this part before he like falls into water, where his hand goes to like his his groin area yeah to his and they dong. do a close-up and it looks like he jerks off for a second like he tugs yeah, on his like shit he's definitely holding something in there <laughs> yeah that, something that phallus very, shaped so the, the little part. brother made him do that with the game gear and that's what i'm I think, wondering I think the, it looks like i think they did a close-up slow-mo of him like tugging on some shit near his groin <laughs> it's probably yeah, just his metal w- cod piece yeah i think the kid was like doing some sort of combo thing and it was making his his Maybe. hand wig out like i can never yeah. figure out these combos goddamn konami code <laughs> <laughs> like that kid adam his name was i think oh. uh he is um I, I think he was just he's really just been trolling everyone this whole movie <laughs> yeah. uh, i mean he is he's he just like the king troll like they talk about like uh johnny is supposed to be the king of patusan mm-hmm. and his brother is supposed to be like the uh the jester like, yeah like the they, they call him like a seer like prophecies and whatnot but clearly not clearly he was just like oh you're gonna be like king troll you're just gonna like you know <laughs> just gonna fuck with people all day just yeah. play this game gear and just just, yeah. just yell bitching at people hit people with your car and crack wise that that's your job that's yep. your job is like <laughs> crown prince <laughs> i think i think oh, even man. just as like his end thing like says it all fucking katsu dude <laughs> and then he's like they love this word it must mean like beer or something free beer <laughs> free beer, <laughs> yeah. free beer or something. such an asshole <laughs> so good he, he runs over the guys <laughs> <laughs> when he runs over the soldiers, they're just like, "Oh wow, Adam, that's sweet." He's like, "Yeah." You're like, "Oh, Adam, you're driving." He's like, "Yeah, bitching, right?" It's <laughs> <laughs> like pulls out, rolls over the corpses he just made. Yeah, and somehow this 11 year old knows how to drive a stick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> never driving a car before. He goes from like, "Yeah, no driving" to driving stick in the jungle. Oh man, that's great. Oh man, yeah. What are, what are we missing? Uh, there was a cool little thing when they were going through the jungle, and um. Ernie Ray Sr. Zatch is telling Johnny about about the the cave that they're going to find and all this stuff. And he's like, oh, what is there, money? He's like, oh, your treasure's there. He's like, oh, what is it, money? He's like, no, it's the sacred knives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then Rob Schneider just starts riffing on this. He's like, oh, knives. Yeah, I remember one time I went to the store and I <laughs> threw some knives and offered him $100,000. Oh, no, Zatch said, it's something money cannot buy. The sacred yeah, knives. So- <laughs> and Rob Schneider's like, really? Money can't buy knives? Yeah. <laughs> And the best part is like this goes on for like a minute or two, uh-huh. and then and then uh, Zatch goes, "Can anyone shut this guy up?" And then Tone Loke goes, uh, "You know, I'd stab him, but I don't got a knife." <laughs> it might be. Really? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of great comedy in this movie, and that yeah. that is why I think my personal favorite. But there's so, so many to choose from. Yeah. <laughs> there's yeah, like and a then really there's, there's good a- um, moment uh, that I enjoyed where 
um, Johnny starts his his superpowers of being like the ultimate fighter, being a better fighter uh-huh. than his dad. They just kick in. It's like he's like a sleeper agent, and then something like the word, <laughs> the magic word was said, mm-hmm. and he yeah. could automatically like he had all this muscle memory he didn't even know about because um, you could see it. Like he's like it's not he's not fighting his way through it. It's just happening to his body. <laughs> he has no control. Yeah over himself yeah. when he's fighting it was awesome like his leg would just start kicking and like, yeah. like whoa what's going on his face is like what the fuck <laughs> yeah and and the, and the even better part is after that fight's over and they're just kind of like hanging out and he's like yeah. touching his leg and he's like yeah look at all these kicks that i was doing <laughs> like, yeah. his arm. super impressed with himself yeah, yeah legs yo <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's so funny there's also this running gag with uh so uh, Adam has the vision power and uh, Johnny has like the Kung Fu power. So, so Iggy, uh, Rob Schneider thinks okay. he has a power and his power is like, he can, he can kind of predict what's going to happen. Like he says, what if, and then things come, oh, <laughs> things yeah. come true, but just as like, they're just coincidence. It's nothing. So yeah. like, I, I, I knew this going in. Cause I remember that was one of my funny, like the, as a kid, I remember that just being really funny to me. Yeah. So uh, sure. I wrote down the different things. So, uh, it starts off with, uh, he goes, what if I was adopted? <laughs> and then he goes, what if my father was a king? And then what if the house blows up? Which the house does blow up. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, what if he loses this power? <laughs> and then he goes, oh, no, I lost the power. What am I going to do? <laughs> and then he goes, uh, what if I was normal again? <laughs> and then, then he thinks he has the power again. <laughs> and then mm. uh, what if he can control the outcome of the fight? And he's, and this is when Johnny gets his powers. So like Iggy's like doing like these like shadow punches like under the table and like yeah. doing this stuff. And Iggy start, and, and Johnny starts like kicking ass. So he's like, he thinks that he's controlling this. <laughs> Oh, yeah. At the end of the fight, he's just like, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I did pretty yeah, good that was, there. That was that's good. good. Yeah. It's good. He just walks off. It's like, just totally yeah. delusional. And then at the end, there's, there's a surf thing where they, which kind of ties the movie together. Um, towards the end, they 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 see the Colonel Cheese Island that mm-hmm. they're gonna, and apparently there's all these guns pointed at them, so they can't go there by boat or they can't swim there. Or yeah. So so uh, Adam, they're like, all right, well, Adam, you're the you're the vision guy. What do you see? And and he looks out into the for- forest and he sees trees, and then they turn into surfboards. So which is kind of cool. They they they. Yeah, I guess it, it, it was kind of like, like in a cartoon where somebody looks at somebody and he's really hungry and he like imagines a big. T- Chicken breast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he stares yeah. out at the forest and he just starts imagining all these surfboards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and obviously, Patusan is world-renowned woodworking. So, yeah. uh, so they they basically just carve these surfboards in like twenty minutes, and and, wax and there's them. a good like there's there's what like 40, 30, yeah. 30 40 uh, of yeah, like oh, yeah. Patusani guys easily. And uh, apparently, they 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 woodwork. They make some surfboards. They go out into the ocean and they all know how to surf like bang, like one oh, yeah. try. They're yeah. like proficient in surfing. And I mean, you, you remember, like these guys were slaves to like a day ago. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. They were the slaves. Yeah. Wait, wait, yeah. Were they actually and, surfing or weren't they just like like bodyboarding them, like riding on their bellies the whole way? Well, no, yeah, for like surfing. 75% they're doing that. But then towards the end, when the waves start breaking the other way, they start surfing. Yeah, they're standing. And, uh, and, and all of them are stand up and, and do it. And this is Rob Schneider finally surfs and he goes, what if I had to surf? It? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I surfed. You guys see me? <laughs> Another one of my favorite uh, lines um, is actually two people talking. And I forget who. It's a two. It's uh, Johnny and Adam. And I think they're talking to Zach or something, or Zach asks them something, and one of them goes, we're starting a revolution, and the other one's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, just have, I just love their attitude towards everybody. Yeah. Like, yes. 
Well, I think when they t- you know, talk about the revolution, it's like they're always trying to impress the girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we yeah. gotta go start a revolution. No big deal. Yeah. And the funny part about it is that she knows more about the revolution oh, yeah. than they would ever know. Yeah. Like, th- this is something she's been, like, growing up with yeah. for her entire life. Yeah. <laughs> this is her life. Like, this is the, the scene of her, of her life right here. Like, this is yeah. what she's been waiting for. Yeah. Gumbay's been beating this into her since the kids in really fucking scary. Like, the, the way that... Like, uh, Johnny is crowned uh, the king or prince or whatever, the, the ruler, and he instantly turns it from a monarchy in, yeah. into just fucking chaos. He says, it's, it's your government <laughs> yeah. now, and I'm, I gotta go. That's why. I gotta chill. I'm man. out. I gotta take um, the SATs, man. Yeah. You can't and do that. So, so have fun. So, basically, he's going to leave, and mm-hmm. they're going to split into, I don't know how many factions. It's just gonna be <laughs> pure chaos. It's gonna be Lord of the yeah. Flies over there. Yeah. They should at least appoint beer. somebody... Regent, I don't know. He's yeah, being so I, I he dooming them. The, the movie ends with him dooming these people to fighting yeah. for who knows how well, long. Yeah, it's even worse than Braveheart because in Braveheart, <laughs> yeah. it's all about freedom to have our king instead of your king. But it's still a king who is all powerful. Yeah. I like to think that they they made Bob Baba Ram something because <laughs> yeah. I mean, they do I so. they do serenade him with the song again. Maybe so they started I think, the Bollywood. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think the real power in this uh, in Patusan, uh, he's he, he's in two scenes, uh, but he's he's a big element in both scenes. He is the gong ringer. Uh, <laughs> he's got a total of like one tooth. Mm-hmm. He likes taffy. He likes taffy. He, he he loves his taffy, and he loves to smile. He loves to show off that one tooth, <laughs> one beautiful tooth, and then he just rings the gong. I feel like he is going to be a real power player in, yeah, in, in yeah. the in the upcoming uh, uh, the chaos. I, I feel like he will probably. Like start his own fiefdom and then go to war with the other uh, neighboring kingdoms, and that. eventually he'll be a unifier. I think he will be able to unify people beyond the idea of yeah. taffy, taffy and gong music. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's, that's the best they can hope for. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know what? The, the people of Patusan should have, you know. You, you don't put a a fifteen going on sixteen year old surfer kid from <laughs> Hermosa Beach yeah. in charge of your island nation that is just coming out of a long, oh, brutal, and murderous dictatorship. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that reminds me. There was one thing they said earlier. Sorry, we're almost at the end. But they said <laughs> when they were describing the island to the boys, um, Zatch was saying. For 400 years, the island of Patusan was ruled by a race of warrior kings, and it was the most peaceful place in the world. Oh, yeah. But there were warrior kings. So. <laughs> Super peaceful. It was only peaceful yeah. because apparently they were always going out and conquering other places and stealing all their stuff, I guess. Yeah. Or maybe they just they won all the wars because, I mean, it's just an island. So. Yeah, it's like, not that big. Yeah. They, they killed everyone that was a threat. Yeah. yeah they, just, they just wait for, like people to wash up on shore and they just beat the shit out of them <laughs> like all right we fought off another attack we, yeah, maybe we, they were we just like emotional warriors good. you know maybe they just yeah. and they social justice warriors social yeah. justice warriors yeah they were an island of social justice warriors <laughs> yeah. well i find it very problematic that leslie nielsen could find himself to be in charge of that group oh yeah they definitely oh, have a problem with all the whitewashing there yeah, yeah. long live leslie nielsen My first act as your king, I hereby dissolve the monarchy, give the government to its people. 
because it's your destiny to be free. I mean, don't get me wrong. Cool headgear, I love the clothes and all, but I... Like I was saying, as my future queen and I go off to take our SATs, remember, we're all created equal. Because I was born into royalty, I'm no different from you. Put my face on a stamp, 50 cent piece, and let's call it a day. For now, my people, I'm out of here.